Welcome back, beautiful friend, to Beyond the Play podcast with Dawn Marie. This is episode 70, 70 of your weekly podcast, helping to have that honest talk where life and health collide to make up your wellness. Because really, let's face it, your whole health impacts your life. And yes, it starts with you. So Today, I would like to talk about communication, which my husband is probably like, well, he doesn't listen to this, so it's fine. But I did share this with him because I ended up writing it all out. Um, I normally do write an um, an outline. So if you're an avid listener and you're like, oh, is she even on track? Mm, I do. I start with an outline because otherwise it gets very squirrel brain and you never know where this is going to end up. But um, I just couldn't sleep the other night. And so I wrote this whole thing out. Um, on paper. So I don't have it typed up yet, um, but I will do that because then that's honestly how I come up with the show notes, things like that. That's just a little behind the scenes. Also behind the scenes as I'm fully communicating. Yeah, if you um, are not following me yet on Instagram, I am at dawnmarie.co. And I've been sharing over there a lot about the little, I guess I shared it in the podcast a few weeks ago, a um, little funny about um the trademark situation on beyond the plate. So another person has this another gentleman, um, who actually does, um, I I have never listened to his podcast. Um, I just know it was out there. And since I wasn't using just beyond the plate, I was using beyond the plate with Don Marie or beyond the plate podcast with Don Marie. Um, anyway, this is about restaurant reviews. Well, I didn't realize that he had a trademark, even though I did extensive research. I obviously didn't do enough research, but in the whole grand scheme of things, I always think things happen for a reason. Um, but I'm communicating that over on Instagram because I'm asking for your help on renaming it. So I have come up with um, some good ones with some friends and my um, VA, and they're amazing. And I just want to share because I feel like this all goes together is my human design. Like the way I respond to things or can make decisions rather is an emotional authority. Okay. So some people's authority is gut. I always bring that one up because that's one I wish I had that like instantly you say something is a yes or a no. And for me, I'm like, "Mm, let me think about that. Let me think about that and get back to you. So this is one of those, let me think about that. So I've been thinking about that for, I don't remember if it was just started last week. I don't know. The weeks kind of end up in a whirlwind, but I've done different phases of research. So I wasn't like totally bombarded with it. So first I played around with a bunch of buzzwords that I liked, um, that like I connected with and the mission of this podcast, the mission of my business, uh, all of those things. And then I honestly used a little AI of, um, chat GPT. And with the help of some friends, innovation, um, to come up with some different titles, some things like that. So hopefully by the time this episode comes out, we may have been rebranded. So we'll see. I might even have to re-record the intro to this, but that is fine. Uh, I've just really wanted to tie it more into just, you know, being transparent and communicating here. I've wanted to tie it more into the understanding of like my roots of being a rural farm wife. I grew up on a farm. I grew up in a small community. I still live in that same small community. I came back to it after college. So like that to me speaks volumes. A lot of my friends are also understand and share that same philosophy and that same life. And so that's honestly who my clients end up being are a lot of people like me. 
that feel like, oh, I still want to have access to amazing things, even though I'm in rural America, um, but also tied with the health piece on how important that is. So some of them that are fun that have come out, um, which again, this might be very outdated by the time this um, podcast um, airs, but I just think it's fun to just flush out and talk about um, is crunchy and conventional. I liked that one just because I'm a little crunchy and we conventional farm. So um, you can be both. I feel like it really ties the strings of both sides of things where you can't, you don't have to be one or the other um, and you can still live a holistic lifestyle. I think it's very fun and a different take on it. So it's not just one extreme or the other. Um, another one was harvesting her way. I really like that one. Um, we're obviously dabbling into harvest. We might actually start harvest tomorrow and on our farm operation, which I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. Um, just because like the theme and the thoughts behind that all is, um, one, I love harvest, but I also like thinking of harvest of how, what you put into it, like, that's what you're reaping those benefits. Like those, like the fruits of your labor type of thing and how as females, we can do it our own way. There's not just one way to do things. Right. So, um, in this journey. And so that ties in a lot of the egg feels, um, empowering women. I like that part. Um, I also like holistically rule, um, like balancing living farming and wellness into the heart of rural life. I like that a lot. Um, some of the little catchphrases I've really liked on here are embracing a holistic lifestyle with a dash of farm charm. Like, isn't that just sweet? <laughs> I think it's fun and goofy. So anyway, I just want to talk about communication, um, and how important it is in harvest, right? So the meat of this podcast and the whole meaning behind it is just to have that open philosophy. Um, yes, there are endless, endless, um, reels out there, which are some of my favorites, um, a farm wives or girlfriends or females is like living on a farm forever or never coming from an egg background. And they're running farm equipment, like the grain cart, and they're getting all the weird hand signals from the men on the ground or through the CB or text messages. And it's like, communicate move with like, what? Like, I, 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 I don't know what to do. Like, what are you asking me to do? Right? Like, give me more, like, give me more direction. Be wordy as females. We love communication. We love more communication rather than less, obviously. Um, and I have a background in communication because it's always just been like a, a thing for me. Um, it's just been a passion. And so unfortunately for Ryan and our marriage, he's always like communication. You just always talk about how we need to communicate. Well, it's freaking important, buddy. Like I can't read your mind, nor do I want to. Um, and harvest is no exception because funny reels aside, and I might be even in this boat a little bit, this, this harvest, I don't know. We kind of joked that, um, we got on the farm. We replaced some of our semis, um, from being manual transmission to automatics. And so he's like, well, time to get your CDL. And then I was talking to another, um, farm wife and I was like, okay, you, I might need to come over to your farm and get a tutorial on, cause I still can't back things up all that well. So as long as I don't have to back up this, like however many feet long trailer, I don't know. I can't even remember. Like depth is not great for me. So it's probably in the job description of Dawn, you probably need to stay out of that cab, but he, Ryan reassures me that I could probably do it. So 
for something like that, as an example, like I'm going to need more communication than not. So even when I was talking to that friend, she's like, um, honestly, you don't even need to have your CDL to haul your own grain. If, especially if it's just from the field to the farm. And I'm like, perfect. I'm not going to the elevators. You're not sending me to ADM. Like I'm not going on the big open road. No, thank you. So communication is a big part of this. And I think while I was lying awake, not being able to sleep, I have a lot of other things rolling through my head with like other life things going on um, that this one was just what spewed out. But if we all were openly communicating, do we think that we would have less stress and maybe would cause less unresolved, unnecessary fights or arguments? Absolutely, right? Like if we would just say what we really mean, don't know what I just broke there on the old mic, Um, then we would probably cause ourselves a lot less anxiety, a lot less frustration if we literally communicated what we meant. So a few things on there where it's not like, a oh, I'm just going to spitball and say everything possible. And I'm also going to admit I'm not perfect at this. Like after I wrote this, I even caught myself um, being honest with myself of like, Ooh, I think I was holding back on sharing something with Ryan that was hurting my feelings because I just wanted to save face, or I didn't want to start an argument because I could tell he was in an iffy mood. That's not okay. What is okay is if I would have been real with myself, come up with a way to say it the most appropriate way. So then it wouldn't spark an argument that would have been the most healthy, effective way to communicate. But I didn't do any of that. And I just stayed silent. And it's come up since then, but because I could then formulate it later. So sometimes keeping the peace is okay when you don't know how to say the feelings, the thoughts that you're feeling, um, because those are just that. There are feelings, there are emotions, they aren't you. So another just tie into like our central, like our nervous system too. Like when we say, I am angry, like you're not angry, you're feeling angry. Or lately I've been feeling anxious because of the workload that I have on my plate, things that I want to get done. And then all of a sudden, oh, I, have, I now legally have to rebrand my podcast. Okay. Wasn't planning on that. And uh, harvest is starting and I don't have like meals prepped like I would like to. And this and this and this. I'm feeling anxious. So if I communicate that, then I can get over that anxiety. I can walk myself through it to not just stay stuck and stay in a loop, but to have that aligned action and to get out of feeling stuck, to be my own solution. And one, not to spread that anxiety and stress onto everybody around me, because what what normally happens when we're feeling that way, we take it out on somebody else. We snap. We are short. We um, bite somebody's head off. And it's not because we're mad at that person or upset with them or they didn't say the wrong things. It's just of all the things that we have in our head. So if we communicate that up front, then there's probably a lot less grudges going on, right? So reflect. When these things come up or when it's like, okay, is this a reoccurring thought or maybe it's a problem on the farm or something between your spouses or on the operation that you have like this, it, it's just a reoccurring issue. Okay, maybe it's time to step back and reflect on 
what it is is going on, right? Like how could you show up differently? How could you say something differently? Or maybe how can you ask a question of clarity so then you understand and then expectations aren't unmet, right? Maybe then the expectations will be in a level playing field. So unfortunately, I, um, not unfortunately, I don't know why I said that, that is not fit, but I was just peeking over my notes and was like, oh, I did want to talk about this. So lately I have been reflecting um, on a year ago of leaving my corporate job. Like that was a big deal. It was a very big deal. Yes, had I thought about it for a long time? Absolutely. Um, but it was about a year ago in September of 2022 when I decided I have to do this. Like this is something that has been calling on me. Um, I'm unhappy and it's not anybody else's fault. It's just the situations that I'm in, they don't bring me joy any longer. And so maybe I can create my own opportunities and create an opportunity for somebody else if I pivot and change. So that was really big. Um, And obviously I have a family to support and a husband that, you know, you kind of just run these things by them. You don't, you're just like, Hey, guess what? Today I put in my notice. (laughs) Um, and if I know I've talked about this on the show before, but I put in like a three, let's see, October, November, December. Yeah. Three to four month notice, because that's what I honestly needed. And thank God the company, um, was open to that and wasn't like, nope, you're going out the door because I wasn't going to direct competition. Um, I'm not selling crop insurance anywhere else. It was just that I needed that time to transition. I respected my company enough, my teammates, um, honestly, my customers that much to transition and have that go well. And honestly, I needed that mentally of like, okay, I need to adjust to a new normal rather than I'm working in a large corporation, um, on eight to four thirty every day. And this is, you know, like my lifestyle and this is what my schedule is. And these are what I do during the day to going to home and totally different. So to me, I had to communicate that to myself. So, um, and honestly, this decision that I came upon, it doesn't, and it didn't at the time makes sense to a lot of others. And I could tell some of them were just saving face. They're like, Oh, good for you. And under inside, you could already tell they're like, what the fuck is she doing? Like, is she stupid? That's fine. Because you know what? It wasn't their choice and it doesn't directly affect them. Yes. Even my coworkers, it affects them because they were changing a teammate, but it's not their life. Just like my husband, it was not his life. Like he wasn't living my life of what I was doing and being pulled in so many different directions. And my passion had changed. Like I didn't want to climb the corporate ladder anymore. Like that was not my passion. Um, once I got closer and closer or pivoted to different positions, like it still was never filling that need. I came up with that. Like I become a coach, like a holistic lifestyle coach and empowering women's lives. Like to me, that is the ultimate gift and brings me joy. And it also provides income for my family. So win-win, right? But I had to understand the ramifications of that. I needed to communicate through my thoughts and my desires. And yes, even though it was very tough, I had to be open and honest about that and the changes and the unknown. That's the biggest thing, right? Like when you leave a corporate career to be an entrepreneur, there is a lot of uncertainty on what your income might be. But honestly, even though that was literally 
the toughest thing that I've had to do in my, and I say this, like, yes, I've suffered like loss from death and, um, I've had cancer and different things, but this was tougher to like communicate my deep desires. Cause they were just mine. I had kept them in my soul, in my mind to myself, or just to other entrepreneurs that actually understand this world that we're in, um, or that we shared those same passions, but to communicate that to my husband who like, he's a he farms, like I worked with farmers, like a lot of people that was hard for them to like grasp. And again, it doesn't, they don't necessarily have to understand it. It was more on me of being truly honest with myself and how that looked. So like I was saying, this was the hardest thing I ever did. It was harder than having a natural labor, like a natural vaginal labor. Like I think I would have gone through that given the option of like, Hey, you can get out of the situation by birthing another baby naturally without any epidural or you can have these tough conversations over and over and over. I totally would have taken the labor. <laughs> and some people are probably like, you're nuts. But when it is that real and raw, like obviously when you're having a baby, everybody knows you're having a baby when you can see that you're growing a human. And it's just, I don't know. It's just so much different when you're sharing a deep passion like that. That's how some conversations can be is they're hard because they're so personal, right? So we struggle with communicating them the right way because one, we are trying to be honest with ourselves and two, trying to convey it in a way that it's going to come across understood and also safety for the other person. And I say safety as in like, they're not going to feel attacked or thinking that they're wrong. Cause sometimes when you say, oh, we need to talk and instantly our brain goes somewhere of, oh shit, what have I fucked up? Or crap, what did I do wrong now? Or, oh, this doesn't sound good. When honestly, it can be a really great outcome if you put the effort into it. So I have a few action items for this because I really thought this out because it's something that I have to practice all the time, all the time. Growing up, my mom was always like, why are you so sarcastic or whatever? Because I would, I as much as I'm a responder and I have to like ride the emotional waves. Sometimes when I communicate, I'm in the heat of the moment and it's like a passion. And so I'm so excited about it. Or I'm very, um, I show my emotion on my sleeve. Like that was one thing they always said at, at work, even like you always know how Dawn feels and people respected that. Like if I liked it, hated it, um, didn't really care. I wore that on my face. People always knew. So they, they just knew they didn't have to guess. Some people are so closed off, you never know how to read them. And that's scary for people on the other side. Like, are they mad? Are they happy? Like, do I need to walk on eggshells? Um, do I need to console them? Do I need to talk to them? Do I just stay the hell away from them because they're pissed? That can be hard too. So there's different ways to communicate. Obviously we learn this. Um, there's body language is, plays a huge role. Um, and this, those like nonverbal cues, like, what kind of energy are you putting off? Are you stomping around, pissed off, like kicking things, slamming doors? That normally equates to they're pissed. Um, and so when you then they talk, it doesn't always come out as smooth as we would like, right? So these action items that I've come up with, because I really want you to think and have be able to walk away with this of like, oh, this wasn't just a rant that Dawn had to share um, one night when she couldn't sleep. But communication being important in harvest in any time of your life, it is important to openly communicate. So first, step one, uno, numero uno, wow, been a while since I've had to say that, obviously, is organize your thoughts. 
right? So you need to be clear with yourself before you try to communicate that with somebody else. So what do you really want to get across? Think about that. Spend some time with that because then the message will be conveyed that much more successfully. So organize those thoughts together. Write notes down if you need to, just to be like, because sometimes you might think, oh, it's just that I really want them to do something a certain way. For me, it would be in the house of like, shut a freaking door or pick, oh no, (laughs) just dealt with this one this morning. We have all these shoes in the garage and we have a pallet up on the wall so you can hang your shoes. So they're not all over and you're not tripping on them. What do I do when I walk inside the garage door? About tripped on a pair of my husband's size 12 or 13 pair of shoes. It's like, buddy, hang them up, right? So is it really the action that I want him to do that? Or is it that I just don't like clutter? And honestly, it's the clutter part. So if people can keep their own shit together, it would make me feel so much better. But sometimes if I would communicate that in the heat of the moment, it comes across bitchy or naggy, right? Like, where are my farm wives at? Like, raise your hand. How many times you've been told that? And it's like, you're just communicating your needs that, Like during harvest, I do not deal well. I never deal well with clutter. Um, And depending on my cycle of my menstrual cycle, luteal and menstrual really don't deal with clutter very well. Ovulation and follicular, I'm a little more free going, like, eh, do your thing, right? Clutter and unnecessary like piles drive me nuts. And then all of a sudden I blow up because it's other people's stuff. Yes, I'll have my own clutter, but you know, your own clutter is fine. (laughs) But when you have a house full of other people's clutter, like, you know, the, the papers that stack up on the side of the counter. Um, so your husband can go through those. Like I, here's an example. I've had to organize my thoughts of like, okay, I need you to be able to go through these piles. So then we know what needs to be paid now and what can go. So we've had that conversation of like, okay, are you willing to give up control that I can just scroll through the mail, pitch some of the junk, And then that way you only know you have to look at these two or three things per day. And then I can process it from there. Otherwise it just stays there. So I had to organize my thoughts of, is it, what is the goal, right? So if you think of it in a certain way, like, I guess this is leading into step two is lead with heart. So I didn't want to jump all over my husband because he hasn't had time to go through the mail It was more, I know this is going to help you in the long run. Like, how can I help you? Always paint it in that picture. And hopefully that's where your heart is anyway. It's not just like, I want to be controlling raging bitch. So I want to tell you what to do. I don't think any of us truly want to have that. Uh, Might sound that way. And sometimes we might feel that way just because we've like really just had enough, right? You just fill yourself up so much that you can handle. But if you lead with that heart of how can you help? it goes over so much better in the third step of delivery, right? So you have to put effort in how it might be received. So on the stack of mail, how is it gonna go through if I am just like randomly bringing it up, right? So the delivery has to be right. So it, for my husband, he, and I feel like most men, I hate to like categorize um, or stereotype, but I feel it's fitting that if I'm going through the mail and he's around, that's the perfect time to deliver this message of, hey, I noticed we're getting piles again and I don't want a bill to get lost and then go unpaid and then we have a late notice or something that we need to urgently like review and send back. 
how can I go through this? So that's kind of how it goes. Like I'm kind of just in charge of the mail now because of having this conversation, because he used to grab the mail and throw it in his truck and who knows when it made it in the house. Right. So delivery was great because then I was actually touching the mail. Like, I feel like that's a big thing. Like talk about it again when you're in that situation, because if we bring it up at another point, then the other person might feel attacked or then it might roll into other things of like, oh, well, while we're at it, like, why don't you pick up your shoes? Try to just save one thing at a time and just then you'll have a better outcome of the communication and them not thinking you're just in a ranting, bitching phase, okay? The next and final one is follow through. So it's very important to like say what you mean and do what you say. I think I said that right. So it's very important to once I said, okay, I'm going to comb through them. I'm going to get the mail and then I'm going to go through it and pitch the things that I feel are junk. If it's not really sure if he wants to know about this like land sale that's on the other side of the state, which he probably doesn't care, but he probably wants to know about it. I'm going to leave that on like the newspaper and magazine pile for him to look through at his leisure. Otherwise, all the political ads and, you know, credit card, like I got a deal for you kind of crap. I can go through and clean up and throw away, okay? So that's my follow-through that I physically have to do that, okay? Just an example. It can be anything, especially during harvest. Like you wanna have these conversations timely, okay? Because all of that rolls up into harvest when they are so busy, they're stressed. You're stressed as well because you're carrying more load than you're used to, or not used to, but like, in a season. It's just one of those busy seasons that you're lone rangering it and probably hauling kids all over solo parenting. A lot gets put on your plate and on your shoulders. So instead of to try to avoid that, um, harvest blow up, I was funny. Um, my massage therapist and I would always joke where we'd always have like two big fights with our spouses a year during planting and during harvest. So while I was on her table and she would like, you know, like obviously be doing her massage, my mind got thinking of like, why can't we avoid this? Why, how can we change this? How can we alter it? So we don't have this blow up, right? Like it never feels good to have it because then it feels like you go like days without talking anyway, because you're so, they're so busy. You're so busy. And then it's like, is it that you both just like surrendered or you gave up? Are you going to fight about this again coming up? Like let's resolve something by having open communication, right? So I also, which is a little late now, this is going to come out like late September, I think, but it's never too late. There could be a rain day. Take a date, take a date night. Um, If you can do this before harvest, whenever your harvest may be, take a date night and say with intention, hey, let's go out, just you and me without the kids, And let's just talk through some things. So then that way you can have open dialogue about maybe some things that have been coming up that you've been thinking about, you've been carrying around that you can discuss before it ends up blowing up and harvest, right? Because they're tired, you're tired, it's stressful. You don't want anybody to get hurt. And honestly, nobody wants to have that regret of something seriously happened and you had these unresolved um what's the word I want to say, where it's just like, you're just grudges. Like you don't want to live with that regret in case something did really seriously happen. So take that time and just go out with your spouse or, who you know, I'm just using the marriage thing as an example, because that feels a lot more hot and heavy. Um, 
going into it just because it's like you're a partner, but then your partner goes off and is either with farm partners or whatever. And so it's just like, there's a lot going on. So it's important to have that communication all the time, but it's really important to have it during these busy seasons. So whether that's calving season, that's um, breeding season, that's um, cattle sales season um, for show cattle world or show pigs or, you know, fair time or the show circuit, whatever that is, that busy time for you, it's important to talk about things ahead of it. So then you can enjoy it because, right, we don't do these things just to like be miserable to go through them and then be like, well, thank God that's over. Because if we're constantly living that way, your health is definitely impacted. The stress that you're carrying around, then it causes inflammation. Um, You aren't going to lose weight very well because honestly, stress, that has a weight or a calorie. I just say like it has pounds. It has pounds, right? If we're carrying around stress, that's like carrying around additional physical weight. And if you can't get rid of that and you don't have an outlet to release it or to minimize your stress um, intake, it's not going to get better. It's just like eating a bad diet. It's going to continuously build and build and get worse and get worse. And that's why people have heart attacks. Like that is a lot on your heart. That is a lot on your body to carry. Okay. Okay communicate. That's one of those simple steps that can help tear down the walls of stress, anxiety, marriage problems, relationships. Maybe it's, you need to communicate with your friends of, Hey, I'm feeling really lonely right now. And I'm feeling isolated in this season. Can we get together? Even if it's just you bring your kids over or I bring my kids over and you just spend time together. Cause you might just need that escape or that connection, right? So that all impacts your health is those relationships and how you feel. So our lives are like our our health and our life is built in many facets. Like I talk about it often, that circle of life, there's a lot of pieces in that. So um, if you're having financial stresses, talk about it. Okay. It's not going to get better by just stuffing it under the bed and hoping it goes away. So I hope that this episode has resonated with you. I would love to hear a rating and review. If you screenshot that, send it. Let me step back. When you rate and review, take a screenshot before you submit it, and then you can send it to me, and I will send you a free consultation um, to go through a ripple effect session, which have been so much fun to do with listeners to connect with you guys on a deeper level. Um, and then also help spread this podcast into more hands. Um, and that is just the best marketing, the best word of mouth, the, it helps me come up with content that you actually want to hear and resonate. So I appreciate that greatly. Again, I'm going to recap this, um, just cause it feels like it's gone in a million direction is communication And when it's time to talk, one, organize your thoughts, two, lead with the heart, three, focus on the delivery and how it might be received. And lastly, follow through, follow through with whatever you talked about. Maybe that means holding somebody else accountable too. So until then, beautiful friend, keep living authentically you. That's a wrap for today. I hope you enjoyed our time together as much as I have. And I would be forever grateful if you would leave a five-star rating and a review on your podcast app. By showing your love for Beyond the Plate, this helps get the show into so many more hands of others that could also be benefiting from what we're chatting about around here. So until next week, my friend, keep being authentically you. 
Thank you.